Alright guys, so we are here still in quarantine. Um, I'm at the house with the kids and got my coffee and going to record this podcast for you guys. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool subject, so looking forward to getting after it. Um, hope everyone's doing well. You guys are all good. Uh, big changes going on for everybody, but luckily enough, I believe this will all be temporary. So yeah, everybody stay safe doing your thing. Um, so I'm going to get right into it here. We are going over the five basic nutrition skills. Um, I think this is pretty cool. I'd love to say that I've made up anything that I've put out, but, um, if you followed fitness long enough, then you know that, um, these ideas are consistent, um, and how we differ in that is that we add some accountability to them and hopefully give you really good frameworks that you can operate off of so that way you're successful at it overall. So same as we have with the six basic movement patterns, we've all heard those before, squat, push, bend, pull, core, and um, lunge patterns. Uh, We think those need to be practiced and mastered very well over a period of time based on your level of experience and your age and a bunch of other factors. Um, Same thing with nutrition skills that we're gonna go over today. We think these should be practiced. Um, Biggest difference here is that these will allow you to build on more advanced techniques that we'll probably go into later on in the day, kind of, or later on um, in the year, or in the coming months, really depending on how this goes and how you guys take it and what other questions you have. So let's get right into it. So. Food hygiene is our first one. This is probably the biggest nutrition skill because there's a lot that goes into it. And to say that you feel comfortable with any of these is really just subjective. It has nothing to do with uh, checking of the box or whether or not you're eating a certain type of food at a certain time of day. It's really getting you to develop a better relationship with food and your hunger, your hunger cues and your fullness cues. So. That's really what sits inside of food hygiene. So understanding when the times of day that you feel actually hungry and when to um, when to notice that and when to eat versus when you may feel stressed or dehydrated. Uh, a lot of those things can feel the same. And um, so understanding where you are with your hunger and your fullness cues, it's really where we start with a lot of people. So it's a really good way to build a baseline and it also sits inside of our basic lifestyle guidelines really well, making sure you're eating when you're hungry, stopping when you feel eight out of 10 full or until you feel fed, not stuffed, and then um, making sure you're sitting down in a stress-free environment as much as you have control of and chewing your food in a way that allows for really good digestion and decreases the amount of bloating that you'll have after a meal. Um, And that's the first bit. That's your first skill. How long to practice that until you feel proficient at it to where you understand when you feel full, when you feel hungry, and you can put yourself in a really great position to sit down, chew your food, and eat in a stress-free environment. Um, Next will be food quality, or excuse me, sorry, skipped ahead there. Next will be hydration. So, Food hygiene and hydration, they kind of go the same, but we separated them out because drinking appropriate amounts of water is really difficult for a lot of people. 
So we split them out so that you can spend individual time on working through hydration and making sure that you're drinking an adequate amount of water as frequently as possible. We say daily, it should be half your body weight in ounces of water. Does that actually happen for everyone? No, but to know that you have somewhere to go when you are feeling low on energy or you feel dehydrated or you feel like you're just having a hard time with digestion of your food, having somewhere for you to lean on with good food hygiene and good um, hydration is a, is a really great place to start. So water is also super important because it's the medium of which all of your bodily processes take place. So without water, everything else generally slows down as an idea for you, okay? Um, we equate it to having engine oil in your car. If you don't have enough engine oil in your car, chances are your car won't operate as well or at all. Um, so fuel and lubricate your vehicle properly and it's going to execute for you the things that you want it to. Um, food quality is our third um, skill that we practice. Um, understanding the differences where we hit on things like micronutrients, mac macronutrients, um, what those things look like specifically for you, um, any food intolerances that you may be experiencing also sit inside of food quality and how to manage that appropriately, get as much whole foods, as many whole foods as you can within your nutrition daily, so, and as little processed products as you can. Um, everybody sets there differently, but we always lean more towards unprocessed food, whole foods versus processed food. So where are you in that very large spectrum as an individual is where we'd spend some time, want to spend some time, or where I think you should spend some time, definitely looking at that and making sure you're making the best choices possible from one moment to the next um, and doing that consistently. Um, don't skip out on food quality. Um, until you know you have it nailed and also understand that none of these skills sit inside of an individual bucket unless you really need them to for a specific period of time. Uh, so things like hydration, you could be working on that for three to four weeks, but maybe you're really strong in your quality of food because you've always just ate really well and you've never really had processed food, you've never been exposed to it, never purchased it. This wasn't anything that you thought about in your learning or your education as you grew up or that was presented to you as something that you should eat, um, then food quality may be something that you're very well versed in as far as language goes, whereas hydration may be something where you just don't think about how much water you drink or you get busy in the day and you've never had a lot of water. So these skills are exactly what they sound like, individual skills that you have to find within yourself to determine which ones you need to work on at any given period of time. Um, and food quality is just one that sits inside of there. The next one is going to be meal prep or cooking. Um, this kind of goes without being said what that is. You have to have the skill of being able to prepare food either in bulk or in smaller pieces so that it is accessible to you to be able to eat it. Um, I've gone back and forth on this a lot, whether or not meal prep need to be something that was developed as a skill for people and I think it does and meal prep can include things along with food quality such as counting calories and macros if that's where you sit in that spectrum but understanding generally how to cook food is pretty important for any of these skills 
And um, a big part of that is knowing the first three, knowing when you get hungry, what kind of food you enjoy, um, making sure you're properly hydrated, and making sure you, the kind of food you enjoy is the highest quality of that food as possible. Um, and a good example of that would be the difference between processed potato chips out of a greasy bag, greasy salty bag, versus um, sliced sweet potatoes or potatoes, whichever one um, you do well with that sit inside of your goals and your individual nutrition profile um, as far as food quality goes, would be a good time to now know and understand, okay, this is the type of food I need to be able to prep and am I capable of cooking that in a variety of different ways? And if not, what are some other things that I can do to get to match that quality of food? So a good example of that and things people do often is a meal prep service for a bunch of different reasons. One may be because their skill of cooking is lacking, which is fine. Um, meal prep services offer a really good opportunity for you to see how to prepare meals in a certain way based off a very simple recipe and then over time could potentially even give you some confidence something like a blue apron I think is what it's called um, they have all the individual ingredients prepared for you and then from those ingredients you take the recipe and you make exactly what it is that it says step by step there's a lot of confidence built in just doing that and preparing your own food in that way um, so meal prep services like that are really well. And then there's also the prepackaged ones that you can just heat up that save you some time but still give you a really good idea of what's inside of the meal and give you some confidence to start to experiment and play with and practice the skill of cooking and prepping your own meals. Um, we also have a meal prep guide that we give to our clients inside of our True Coach platform um, that you can get here. Just click the link in the in the um, Where's the link at? Oh, and the notes in the description, and you should be able to see it there. Okay? So meal prep and cooking, that's our fourth skill for you to learn. And the fifth one, final one, this one is um, where it all ties together, is you just have to be consistent. So find ways to be accountable to the skill that you are currently practicing. That looks like a checkbox for how many um, ounces of water you you've had for the day maybe you get a water jug that has a little tick marks that tell you how much more you have left throughout the day based on what your goal is maybe you do that yourself with a marker um, if you're preparing meals how many times per week are you preparing a meal one time a full bulk prep or a couple of times a week I like to do a Sunday and a Wednesday as far as prep meal prep goes um, now that I'm home in quarantine I really just cook every day which is really great but prepping still involves almost making a menu for the week of what it is I'm going to make with the food that I have available because we're trying to limit the amount of grocery store trips we are taking right now. Um, so prepping and cooking still goes into that, although we're cooking three meals, about three meals every, full meals every day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner are, are all almost full meals for us and the kids. So understanding where you sit in meal prep for that and what you're ready, willing, and able to do as far as the skill goes is a good starting point. Layer some accountability on that so you can develop some consistency and a routine of what feels normal for you and what feels doable and where you can get some wins and then you're gonna nail it. So how do you tie all this together? Uh, big pieces are to, again, 
where is it that you sit? We are big fans of trying to meet you where you're at. So evaluate what your current skills, where you sit within those first five skills. If you think you have them all mastered, um, I challenge that because I don't know that anybody does. I think it's always a moving target and you're always going to lack in some areas versus others. This is really meant to be a framework of if you have these things down and you want to try and play with other things, some people may have done, some of you may have done keto or intermittent fasting or Atkins or I don't know, name the, name the so-called fad diet. The reason I believe that these don't work is not because there's some kind of trick to them. I think it's because of lack of understanding of these five, lack of understanding and proficiency in these five skills. And the reason that you are unsuccessful at them for a long period of time is because you don't have a great base of support with these basic skills to be able to maintain that for a long period of time. So if you're doing keto, but you have no idea how to cook and prepare keto meals because you've never done that, or you have no idea how to cook or prepare meals in general, and you're not super savvy on food quality and different types of really good healthy fats and good proteins that you can eat inside of that inside of that diet, then it will become a fat diet for you because it will be non-consistent. And you'll see some success without the long-term benefits of any of these that can be pointed out in a bunch of different research for different for a bunch of different individuals. Um, but overall, the best diet and nutrition that you can use is the one that you can do consistently and do well. I'd say practice of these five skills will put you in a really good spot without ever having to mention those other diets, in my opinion, um, if you can nail these. If you have an issue with nailing these or it's difficult for you, I'd say you just need more practice and to spend more time. But don't discount the basics because those things you're able to lean on for a long period of time no matter what the scenario is or where you're at as far as resources go, you're always able to move and shift and have different tools in the toolbox because you have a really great base of these five basic skills. So hope that helps you guys. If you want some more information on how to implement some of this stuff, then I'll put another link in the bio for you to contact one of us coaches and I'll be happy to walk you through it and get you squared up on how to get started with it. And, um, yeah, otherwise, and we'll also put a couple more links to some some good resources for you to get started so you have a good understanding. And, yeah, we'd love to have a conversation with you, see how we can help you out. Otherwise, guys, take care, stay safe, and I appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.